From the Public Relations Global Network, this is PRGN Presents. I'm Adrian McIntyre. And I'm Abby Fink, Vice President General Manager of HMA Public Relations in Phoenix, Arizona, and a founding member of PRGN. With public relations leaders embedded into the fabric of the communities we serve, clients hire our agencies for the local knowledge, expertise, and connections in markets spanning six continents across the world. Our guests on this bi-weekly podcast series are all members of the Public Relations Global Network. They discuss such topics as the importance of sustainability and environmental, social, and governance programs, crisis communications, content marketing, reputation management, and outside-of-the-box thinking for growing your business. For more information about PRGN and our members, please visit PRGN.com. And now, let's meet our guest for this episode. Hi, I'm Andy C. I'm from uh, Perspective Strategies. We're located in Malaysia. Andy, a while back, you contributed to a blog post, and I was very intrigued by something you wrote, and I want to use that to kind of set the conversation today. You said, the habits and attitudes of consumers and stakeholders towards media consumption have changed from passive to active and now co-active meaning consumers and shareholders are expected to take a stake in the news and information sharing process. And you kind of coined this as PR 4.0. And I'm so intrigued by the idea that, you know, stakeholders, consumers are now expecting to have a role in media information, media sharing. So I'd like you to kind of expound a little bit about that and, you know, kind of where you settled on how that was going to impact what we do here in the public relations industry. Thanks, Abby. I think PR 4.0 has arrived, so to speak, because, you know, just like, you know, I coined the word because like industry 4.0 and we think that communication also needs to evolve and move to become PR 4.0. I think we've moved very far from information broadcasting to story co-creation. Reason being, anyone with a mobile device, anyone with access to internet would now be able to share his or her story uh, with his, his target audience. So in that sense, we feel that uh, we need to move from broadcasting to co-creation in which consumers have a say, consumer has the ability and power to be able to also communicate their story, their perception, of brands or even helping us share those brand stories with their peers, their friends, their family. And then that's where co-creation comes into play. And that's where we think communication will be evolving into. How do we as professional content creators, you know, those of us that are tasked with this responsibility for our clients, how are we embracing this or how should we embrace this idea of, you know, really partnering, if you will, with these, you know, content creators, these co-creators to bring forth this information. I mean, there's a lot of trust that has to happen. And how do we embrace that and really set the the stage for truthful and ethical and, and smart communications projects? If we think back, fundamentally, uh, PR and communication has not changed. Uh, but the democratization of information and, and news has changed. It sort of reminded us how important it is to go back to the fundamentals. I think in the past couple of decades, we've sort of been so used to, um, you know, looking at PR from a point of view, a, a broadcasting or, or purely a media communication channel. And that's where we went wrong. I think it's important to be reminded the fundamental of PR is actually sharing of stories 
through third party advocates, through people sharing host stories. I mean, we think back uh, when, when PR first started, it's about how we pass stories from one party to another party. And at, the, at that point in time, perhaps media was not as structured and organized. So in that sense, we need to go back to the fundamentals of PR, where we need to earn uh, our audience trust and faith to be able to share our stories with their friends and family. So what we need to do now is that PR communications and professionals need to go back to the fundamentals of basics of PR, in which we need to earn that, that you know, communication channel. We need to be able to convince our stakeholders to share our stories. And it's not just the media alone now, because everyone play an important role as well. So this is where I, I believe consumers have moved from just being consumer of information to now being able to take part in the action of even sharing that information out there. And I think this is really, really exciting uh, for PR and, and communication professionals because we will be able to you know, uh, go back to the basics of PR in which we have a role to play to be able to convince, for example, our clients or convince our, our brands to you know, get our consumers involved in that storytelling journey. And, and that's really exciting. In fact, I think this is what's going to make PR and communications come alive again, you know, where we have relied so much on uh, paid in the past. Now we need to have a combination of paid, earned, uh, shared, you know, all sorts of media platforms to be able to make this work. Well, and, and something you said in that response there was um, earn the trust. And I think that's one of the things that really resonates for me, with, wherever the conversation starts, whether it's from, you know, the, the public relations professional, whether it's from the brands that we represent or the consumers that are, you know, sharing that content for us, there has to be a level of trust and 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 established that trust that what I am saying is something you can rely on, that I am trustworthy, that my reputation is important to me, and therefore the content I'm sharing can be seen as accurate, relevant, truthful, you know, along those lines. And I think with, with, with social media today, and as you said, there are so many different platforms available to us now, and it's not just the traditional media. We really have to look at the, sh the shifting in our strategy and how we are using these different platforms in part because of social media, but also in just who is consuming the content and the role that, as you said in your, in your um, blog post, really the role that consumers are expecting to be playing in the sharing of information. Right. I think in, in that in a way, of course, uh, trust is something that uh, uh, it's going to be need to. I mean, we need to earn it. You know, uh, between brands, even PR professionals, that's where you know uh, PR professional ethics need to come into play. Where we also need to be part of the uh, ecosystem that would promote uh, trust. You know, uh, in terms of the communication, and um, in in this move to PR 4.0, obviously we also need to battle the challenge of fake news. We also need to battle the challenge of there will be a lot of misinformation out there, and uh, this is where also uh, all of us have to play a part in making that uh, a, a reality. Um, but uh, uh, it, it is it also gives an opportunity for PR professionals to uh, play our role as you know, custodians of brand information in, in, in certain ways to be able to also ensure that our clients or the brands that we work for communicate authentically 
to ensure that that trust is in no way affected. Andy, it seems to me that of all the disciplines that a communications practitioner might have available to them, PR, in the way we traditionally understand public relations, always has something of a tension built into it. And that tension is between shaping or influencing the narrative that's out there and reacting, responding to uh, a story uh, in order to try to move it in a positive direction for the client. Uh, How does the PR practitioner specifically do the kind of thing that you're talking about? What are the activities? What does it look like in practice to really embrace PR 4.0? Like I mentioned earlier, you know, the fundamentals of uh, public relations uh, has not changed. But obviously, along the way, we we have sort of uh, forgotten some of the fundamental or basics, uh, the importance of basics. So, for example, you know, reacting or, or, or managing an issue has sort of took over a lot of uh, circumstances. But having said that, the best way to prevent, uh, prevent a crisis, for example, is actually to build the, uh, the reputation building as a first line of defense before you look into internal communication as another line of defense. A crisis is always the furthest away or issues management uh, as a line of defense. Now, we... PR professionals then need to go back to fundamentals. Like, for example, if we're going to build a narrative that is authentic and our consumers would buy into, obviously, we also need to learn to listen. And that's uh, no different from what we've been doing in the past. So so listening, uh, engaging with stakeholders, and then coming up with a narrative that would uh, get our you know, consumers to believe in and become our advocates and share that story out with their peers and friends. That's where the challenge is, and that's where PR 4.0 is moving towards, where there's a lot more requirement on our part, right, on the brand's part, to listen to consumers, to listen to their customers, to be able to get them to also be part of that communication journey, rather than force-feed whatever uh, you know, information that you have on them. And of course, in that regard, uh, when we talk about PR 4.0, that's why the purpose narrative is very important as part and parcel of that move. Where we need to get, when we want our consumers or, or buyers to believe in our brand, obviously we need to think about our why. How, why is it relevant to them? Why should they help us communicate? And that's where we need to look at the purpose communication. And I think in, in the period of uh, during the COVID crisis, for example, it brought a lot of uh, consumer activism. Thinking back, you know, uh, how uh, these brands are relevant to us. So I think in that sense, we also need to think from a brand perspective, how do we reach out to consumers and stakeholders so that they will help us tell our story as well. How do we start that conversation with the brands that we work with? I mean, I, I can understand how the communications professional would embrace this idea and and feel comfortable with the sharing of information, the sharing of content. That's what we do and I in understanding it. But the the CEO of large brand X might have a little bit more of a challenge, you know, trusting in this idea that we're going to let loose the reins a little bit and just let anybody talk about us. So how do we, you know, bring this this new vision or this advanced vision of PR 4.0 into the into the workplace 
of our clients or the organizations that we work for? What what kind of conversation should we be starting to have with our, you know, with those brands that we represent to get them to understand this is going to be how PR is done in the future? Well, or the future is now, I suppose, but how we're how we need to be thinking about it as we're embracing this new concept. I think the reality is, and I'm sure many CEOs and brand owners are, are, are realize that uh, we, we, we are in a time where uh, the influence of our publics you know, and the amount of leverage they have on uh, consumers, the other consumers, uh, it's, it's really big. You know, in a sense that if, if you have customers who are very unhappy with you, uh, they will be able to communicate that and even create movements against your brand. I think most CEOs realize that uh, in, in many ways. So in that regard, I think uh, 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 where communications professionals then now need to help um, these CEOs is embrace this journey is that you can no longer just focus on you know the functional aspects of your product, but you need to look at it from a larger point of view. How are you contributing uh, to, the, to the entire purpose journey uh, between the cus- customers and your stakeholders? Uh, and then the whole movement towards you know ESG, for example, uh, it's it's an indication of it's not a choice, but uh, something that companies and brands need to embrace in order to have the license to operate. Right? It's going to be a key thing here. We we have to embrace it. You either take up this challenge, or you're going to be. Uh, hurt by the environment in which you know society would demand that you either embrace it or there will be you know repercussions. So I think that's that's where we need to embrace it. But in fact, if we embrace it, it's going to help us uh, also create a stronger advocates of brands. And and in in the long term, uh, even from a, a spending point of view, rather than spending millions of dollars uh, looking at advertising uh, a particular brand. Why not get your consumers to be your best spokespersons, and uh, and 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 the power of consumers in helping you sharing that stories is truly amazing. Now, for for example, I'll give you an example. In the past, you will see governments dictating. I mean, di- dictating information, and the public would just take it in. Imagine how much money they would need in order to convince the public to believe them. Uh, you know without having other people sharing their stories. So I think, for example, uh, you know, even misinformation about vaccines and so forth, the government realized that it's, it, it's going to fail if it just tries to speak on a one-way communication. What has happened and, and, and the reality has shown that people believe when they listen from their friends, when their families, peers, community leaders. So imagine the power when all these people communicate the same message. That's the only way you're going to get the trust of consumers, modern day consumers, in which, you know, I, I'm not going to believe something is true if it, I just listen from one party. So be it a government agency or uh, a brand. I'm only going to believe a story that is told to me by my friends, my community leaders, people who I believe. That's going to be effective. You can spend millions of dollars, but if it's a one way, form of communication, you're not going to win the full trust of consumers. Thanks for listening to this episode of PRGN Presents, brought to you by the Public Relations Global Network. We publish new episodes every other week, so follow PRGN Presents in your favorite podcast app. Episodes are also available on our website, along with more information about PRGN and our members at prgn.com. 